Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to Live Mike. Uh, 2.51 is the time in this final segment before we head off into the weekend. Uh, I told you I have an announcement to make, and I'll get right to it. And it is that today commences uh, a long goodbye. Uh, You and I will spend about one more month together. And then on April 2nd, I will broadcast my last program as the host of this show, uh, Live Mike. Not sure what will come next of this program, of these two and a half hours uh, on the air here at KSL News Radio. We'll get to work here pretty quickly, figuring that out, uh, I'm sure. And uh, hopefully there will be opportunity for uh, me to get to know, uh, you know, whoever will fill this next. Uh, but the news for me is that uh, I've got about uh, a month left. Uh, earlier this week, I uh, let it be known to the the big bosses here at uh, at KSL that uh, that I uh, had about a month left to give, and that I'd be moving on to uh, some some new uh, opportunities. I'll, I'll get to uh, those details in just a moment. What I'll be up to next, but uh, for uh, for for you and me, uh, I'll tell you what this ha- this past year has been beautiful. It has quite literally been the culmination of a, a lifelong dream. Yeah. Uh, I can remember when I was uh, in second grade back in 1992 in uh, Donna Todd's, Mrs. Donna Todd's second grade classroom at Mount Morris Central School, uh, we had each day uh, quiet time. And quiet time was uh, typically uh, the lights would be down low. Uh, Mrs. Todd would draw the shades uh, or she'd assign one of us to to do it. For some reason, it was like a it was like an honored responsibility to lower the shades. I don't know. Uh, and as we would then get at our desks, we'd put our heads down and just take a break for about uh, half an hour. And typically, uh, Mrs. Todd would play uh, some sort of soothing music, maybe a little bit of Raffi or who knows. Uh, but uh, there was a time in uh, 1992. Uh, I think it was. I think it was in April, where instead of uh, instead of Raffi or that relaxing music coming over the radio, it was my dad. Yeah, my my dad was uh, at that time he was auditioning to become a, a talk show host, and I thought, oh my gosh, that is the coolest thing. Listen to him; he's talking about the community, he's telling stories, he's sharing some insight and his wisdom. And I, from then on, thought, oh, my gosh, what it would be like to, to do something like that. 
And so as the years go, went by, uh, I continued to, to grow, and I made it through high school, and I went off and served for a few years uh, a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and then ultimately ended up uh, looking for a job afterwards. And the job that I got was my first job, my first own job uh, in radio. That, after so many years of the food I ate and the clothes that I wore and the roof that was over my head, uh, coming because my dad was a talk show host. Yeah. And I never lost sight of that. I, I, I never uh, lost sight of the reality that this beautiful medium, this privilege, this talk radio is what allowed me to live. And so uh, after, after I was uh, a missionary, I worked in radio for, my, uh, for myself. My very first job, I was looking at uh, pictures from, uh, from the station just last night. I worked at WCJW. It was a country western station in western New York on the AM band. And I would do some agro-business reports and I would introduce Johnny Cash songs. And uh, on Saturdays, I would play recorded NASCAR races. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I came out here to Utah for some schooling, and I had acquired a certain skill set. I, I knew how to push the buttons at a radio station. And so it was that I applied for a, a job out here uh, at a competing radio station, and I got that job. I worked there for a number of years. Ultimately, I got paired up with my dad. He was a host. I was the producer. It was beautiful. We worked together for a number of years, uh, and, and then... Uh, that came to an end, and I landed right here at KSL News Radio. I, I worked uh, some overnight shifts and some early morning shifts. Uh, ultimately, I became the producer for uh, the great Doug Wright. And for many of his final years here on these airwaves, uh, he and I worked together. We traveled the country. Uh, we covered the great big stories, the political stuff, the social stuff. Uh, Doug and I were there. It was one of the great uh, honors of my uh, career thus far to work with Doug. And all along the way, from working with my dad to working with Doug to some other jobs I've had, even as I was in Washington, D.C. for a number of years, I always thought to myself, you know what, what it would be like to have my own show. You see, before uh, this program, most of my career had been spent, uh, you know, helping others. Uh, you know, I was, I was standing behind my dad as his producer. I stood behind Doug Wright as his producer. I stood behind, uh, I stood behind Rob Bishop as his director of communications. And then I thought, you know what, someday, uh, someday, I'd like it to be the Lee Lonsberry show. And, well, that worked out. I got a call from KSL uh, a little while ago. Just over a year ago, and uh, they said, hey, you want to give this talk radio thing a shot? And I said, absolutely, 100% yes. And so for the past year, I have had this great honor and privilege of spending uh, two and a half hours chatting with you. And we have uh, another month of that together. Uh, you and I will continue, as we have been for the uh, last year and, what, three, four, five months or so, uh, chatting about the, the news of the day all the things that are going on around this country, around the world, that have an impact on your life, and we'll continue this friendship. And then uh, when April 2nd comes around, uh, I will sign off for the final time here at KSL News Radio. And then after that, I'll get in my car, and I will start driving east. I'll drive east until I arrive back in Washington, D.C., where I will become the uh, Director of Communications for Utah Senator Mike Lee. Uh, I will 
uh, be fair in those duties. I will be fair as I continue hosting this program uh, for the duration. Uh, you won't see any special treatment for the senator, uh, uh, but I will uh, be working towards uh, a return to Washington, D.C., uh, working for uh, Utah Senator Mike Lee. And I'm sure in that capacity, you and I will cross paths from time to time, and I'm not going anywhere too far. I'll still be around. Uh, but the announcement of today is that uh, this is the beginning of a goodbye and that my final broadcast as the host of this program, Live Mike, will be on April 2nd. And that'll be that. So thank you. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for this past year and a half or so, all the fine conversations we've had. And I look forward to this next month. We're going to do a lot of good together. We're going to cover a lot of issues. Our friendship will grow even stronger. And we'll have plenty of great conversations along the way. Time now for the great Jeff Kaplan here on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.